0: We are bringing it back to the very beginning and starting to build a solid foundation as we head into season two of the She Believe podcast. Welcome. I am your host, Caroline, and today it is going to be you and I chatting because I want to take the time for you guys to get to know me and to really build a solid foundation of trust and for you to understand what it is that you can expect each week from the She Believe podcast. So if you were around last season you will remember that I welcomed on many different guests all of whom I greatly respect and admire. But I want to start off season 2 by giving you guys the opportunity to just get to know me a little bit more, get comfortable with hearing from me and my perspective because this is a journey that we are on together. I want to set a foundation as to why I believe it's important that we join together each week because there's so many different things trying for your attention. And it means a lot to me that you would take time out of your week, out of your day to listen to this podcast. And so I want to make sure that it is benefiting you, that you know what you can expect each week. And so we're going to be going into that and building that foundation in our conversation today. But before we begin, I want to do a little bit of promo and encourage you guys to follow along with the podcast on Instagram at shebelievepodcast if you don't already. Here is where you can find updates on the show quotes from the weekly episodes and also get guest intros once we begin welcoming guests to the podcast. So this is your place for all information about the podcast. You may already follow me at Caroline Rose Owens on Instagram, but following the podcast specifically will give you insight and make sure that you never miss an episode. But As I mentioned just a moment ago, I want to set the foundation and the intention for this podcast. So intention setting is something that I have learned while working in my big girl job. Before we have a meeting, we always discuss the intention and that way we know what we're going to be talking about. Everything is clear and we have a roadmap for the conversation. So this is something that I've come to see the importance in and this is something that I want to begin doing for the podcast because I want you to know that every week you can expect to grow closer to Christ, grow in your relationship, understand more about yourself, and I want you to be able to reflect on what we're talking about in our weekly episodes beyond just our 45 minutes a week. But before I give everything away and get too deep, let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Welcome to the She Believe Podcast, or should I say, community. I'm your host, Caroline Rose Owens, and I'm here to be your personal cheerleader as we journey together towards discovering more fully who God has created us to be. The She Believe Podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the things that inspire, motivate, and encourage us to answer our individual callings. Thanks for joining the conversation. I hope you know you are always welcome. Welcome. As I mentioned in my very first podcast episode ever, my hope for the She Believe podcast is that through our conversations, you are inspired and equipped to live more freely into the woman God has created you to be. This may sound familiar because you just heard it in the intro and you'll continue to hear it every week because this is my intention for the podcast. From the very beginning, my goal was to create a platform that would inspire you to live more freely into who you are in the eyes of God. So, you may be wondering, what exactly does that mean? How are we supposed to know who God created us to be? And how do we live that out exactly? Well, before I answer those questions, we have to make sure that we are on the same page about the reasoning of why this is important. So, a simple yet kind of crazy story that I want to share with you is that just a couple of days ago, actually, I'm home for the holidays at my family's house back in Indiana, and I was in my closet right before I went to bed, just putting a few things away. And for some reason, I was drawn to this book on my bookshelf. Um, it, I have never seen this book before. I don't know when it got there, or who gave it to me, but I decided to pick it up. And the title of the book is Ordinary Lives, Extraordinary Mission. And the title just kind of intrigued me, um, especially after I just released the podcast episode last week about really living into your mission. So I decided to pick it up um, and begin reading it. So as I was just going through the first chapter, it really struck me and it was all about exactly what we're talking about today. So I want to read you just a little excerpt from that first chapter. So I quote, it says, we reveal Christ to the world through ourselves. No, scratch that. Christ reveals himself to the world through us if we allow him. We reveal Christ not only by things we do and say, but but by who we become. And then he ends it by saying, Unfortunately, very few people are striving toward becoming who they were created to be. End quote. And this like caught me off guard unlike anything else. I don't know if you've ever been reading a book and you're like, whoa, like how do I know those words before? How have I like thought that exact thing that is just written on that page? But as I said, this was literally the first chapter of this random book that I decided to pick up and it used the exact words that have been the mission and the heart for this podcast from the very from the very beginning. Um, I wrote my intro before I ever picked up this book, but this book reminded me of how important it is and how few people actually know how to live out who they were created to be and what that means and how we can really journey together to reach that full potential. So our conversations on this podcast are never random. As you know, last season, we covered everything from fashion to prayer life to careers, really everything. Um, And I cover a variety of topics because God reveals himself in so many different ways through so many different types of people and we can never put a limit on God and we are each created for a specific purpose and this is something that I continually go back to because this is something that's been at the heart of my story and I think when we come to understand that each of us has a call only we can answer It really gives us the confidence and the courage to go and pursue that specific purpose, that specific call. Because when we have a mission only we can fulfill, we can no longer just pass it on to the person next to us or make the excuse that someone's going to do it better or someone's already doing it. Because if we truly believe that God has given us something unique to ourselves, something only we can fulfill, then it's either we do it or no one else does it. Um, and this idea I think is something that has come to me over the years. It's something that I've been wrestling with, I would say, even from the time in middle school. So I would say in middle school, I went to a Catholic grade school and I just didn't really feel, feel like I fit in. And guys, we are going way back. Um, I'm about to turn 23 next month. So we're talking like 10, 10 plus years. Um, but I remember in middle school feeling like I had a unique call from God for greatness. Um, I, I feel like I can't even put a word to it or really describe it accurately, accurately, um, because I was so young then, but I always knew that God had something great for me in store, but in middle school at a small Catholic school, I just wanted to fit in so badly that I would continue to push it away, I would try to be like everyone else, Um, and just this desire that I had for greatness, I just never knew what to do with it, and so I ignored it. And this is something that as I went into high school, I moved on to a public school, I really moved away from the crowd that I was with when I was younger, and I felt those feelings of a desire and a call for greatness surface again. And I feel like this really played out in a desire to wanting to be different, wanting to be unique, not wanting to be like everyone else. So what this looked like for me during my high school years is that I dressed differently than um, most people that I knew. I would dress up like gosh, more than I ever did in college or even more than I do now Um, in dresses and skirts. I was really preppy in high school, but I always just wanted to stand out when people were coming in clothes that like were just like sweatpants or leggings. I was always wearing a dress Um, and people noticed and I felt unique and I felt like I stood out and I felt like I was answering this call to greatness, even in a small way. Um, Another example is I chose a different sport. I did rowing in high school. And I don't know if this is something I chose or kind of chose me because I'm not very hand-eye coordinated. So it kind of fell in my lap. But I loved that this was a sport that was a club sport. So a lot of people from my high school didn't do. But I felt like it made me different than everyone else. I felt like it gave me a separate group to belong to. And it just gave me something that wasn't all the same. Um, and then I think really the most important thing about wanting to be different in high school was that I really did make choices that were different from others. Um, I didn't drink in high school. I didn't party. I didn't have a boyfriend. I just feel like I was on a very straight and narrow path in high school, and a lot of that I credit to my parents and to my family and to just the upbringing that I had and the formation that I had in my faith. But I also really do credit a lot of it as well to this desire to not be like everyone else and to be able to say, hey, look, actually, I'm not doing that. Um, because I, like I said, from middle school for years, I'd always felt this call to greatness. And I wanted to answer that. And even in those early years, when I didn't know how, these were the ways that I knew that I could answer that call that made me feel more alive, that made me recognize that I have A mission and a calling that was different than other people's. So as I was coming to the end of my high school career, my path just seemed very unclear. We've talked about this in a few other podcast episodes. If you go back and listen to season one, you'll see that especially through college, I wasn't sure where I was supposed to go or what I was passionate about. Everything just always seemed really foggy. But I did find a place in women's ministry in high school um, from some really great mentors who then inspired me to give back and serve high school women and middle school women. But I didn't know what made me different than anyone else. So I had this desire to be unique, to be different. But I always question, like, why would people care what I had to say? What made my story worth sharing? And this is something that took a lot of time to work through and I do have another podcast about kind of what makes your story unique and why it's important to share your story because I think this is something that especially women really struggle with is the foundation of this this whole podcast episode is that we each have a unique call we each have a unique unique mission that we are called to but I think when we're younger we don't know how to really put that into action in our lives and so We begin to think like there's nothing that makes us stand out from people or we believe the opposite that we are so far um, like ostracized or different from other people that like we aren't worthy as well. And so I started to believe this lie in high school and even going into college that like I didn't have anything unique to offer the world, that everything that I had was just the same as someone else. I was just a repeat, but I wasn't as good. But what I came to realize, guys, and what the truth truly is, and what I want you to take away from today's podcast episode, is that we are each created in the image and likeness of God. And I'm sure you hear this time and time again. I know I did. But do we ever really take the time to understand what does that mean? What that means? Like we are created in the image and likeness of God. So a practical way that I like to look at this is... When we consider ourselves um, created in God's image, I look at it, as it. I look at it as if we become a window to the heart of God. So, we have the power, as people, as humans created in the image of God, we have the power to be the image of Christ to the world through who we become. And we all have the power to choose who we become through Christ's death and resurrection, because. If you think about it, I mean, you don't even have to think. We all know. We aren't perfect. And that's why it's also a journey. And that's why I am just always reiterating that we are on this journey together because I am not coming from a place of having all the answers, knowing everything, preaching at you. This is something that I am learning, too, alongside you, why I also bring on other experts, why I bring on men and women who are also on this journey with us that can share their experiences and give us hope um, and just offer different perspectives. But we're on this journey together and we are continually becoming more of ourselves. And when we become more of ourselves, we therefore become more of who God envisioned us to be and we become clear windows of his beauty. So we think about this. We think that when people see us We don't want them to see us. This is something that I continually pray for is, Lord, when people encounter me, like don't let them see me, let them encounter you. Because when we are living fully into who God created us to be, it's not us that people are seeing. It is God working through us. And it is Him who has the power to do incredible things, to change hearts, change lives, to truly fulfill that God given mission, as when we act is when we actually step away and allow Him to do that through us. But we have the power to choose, and we have to make that choice, and we have to continually make that choice, which is one of the most important parts. So, I want to go back to those two questions that I posed at the beginning of. How are we supposed to know who God created us to be and how do we live that out? And I want to start with the first one. How are we supposed to know who God created us to be? And I think this is a very legitimate question. I think this is something that I continually ask myself in what was holding me back in middle school of understanding my call to greatness. And the most important thing we can do to understand who God created us to be is to study and to know who God is. So how do we practically do this? We read the Bible. We read the words that Jesus said here on earth um, and get to know his voice. What does it sound like when he talks? What is he teaching us? The things in the Bible are not just for the people of old. It is for us. It is the living word of God. When you read the Bible and you're like, whoa, that literally is so applicable to my life right now. That is because it is living and true today. Today. And it is so important that we continue to read and study the whole Bible Um, and I would say really especially the Gospels to really understand who God is because that is the foundation of ever getting to know who he created us to be as we are created in his image and likeness. The second thing I want to recommend is being in constant communication with God. So what this looks like is prayer is continually being in prayer with God and talking to him like you would a friend um Mari from West Coast Catholic I feel like I shout her out a lot in the podcast she is a dear friend of mine but her and I had a really great conversation in season one about prayer and how to develop a prayer life practical ways to pray and so if you are someone that really struggles to know what to do during your prayer time that is a great episode to refer to but just really having conversation with God as you would a friend um getting to know him and asking questions like being able to wrestle with the faith and to really ask him what your mission is if you're unsure um and to also ask him what it is that he desires for us because he is wanting to tell you he wants to make that clear but he's a gentleman he's never gonna push anything on us um and i'm not saying that if you ask god he's gonna like whisper in your ear and it's gonna be so clear um most likely that's not going to happen but when we ask him to reveal himself to us when we ask him to reveal what his plan is what he desires for us he continues to open doors he continues to put people in our lives that Our beautiful windows already of who he is that reveals himself to us. He leads us to different books. I would say, like as he did with the book that I randomly found in my closet, Um, and he certainly does so through scripture. So I certainly want to encourage those three things of getting to know God through studying His Word by reading the Bible, being in constant communication with God through prayer, and then getting to know Him by asking questions. I also really believe that a foundation of knowing who God created us to be is looking at our gifts, at our desires, and recognizing that all of these are from God, that all of these things were orchestrated by God to make us our individual beings, to make us unique, and to help lead us in the direction of what our mission is. So, for example, when I look at my gifts when I was younger, I would always feel discouraged that I didn't have tangible gifts. And this is something I continually talk about. Um, I I never really knew how to identify my gifts because now that I see that it's conversation, that it's relationship building, that it's really seeing beauty and putting together a strategy, um, for example, marketing, and then using that to promote and to spread a mission. But I didn't know what that looked like. And I felt at a loss of what my gifts were and how they benefited um, the world, really. But when I took time, and as I grew older, I think it's something as you mature and something that people in your life, mentors, parents, can really help with is when we're able to identify we're, our gifts, we're better able to identify what paths we should take um, and how we can best put those gifts into practice. And then when we're living out, whether that's a job, whether that's um, missionary work, we're becoming more of who God created us to be because we're putting those gifts into action. And the same thing with those desires. Um, once you ask God for him to reveal what those desires are, or maybe you experience those within. Um, It's important to acknowledge them because God has given us those. He may not always answer our desires in the way that we imagine in our minds, um, but he does give us those for a very good reason and to lead us in certain directions. So always be present to those and always just give attention um, because those things are certainly going to lead you on the path um, to understanding of how we're supposed to know who God created us to be. But I think it is really important to recognize that it's difficult to stay inspired to pursue our mission. Um, And this is what brings me to that second question of how do we live out who God created us to be? So when we know that we were created for something unique um, and something only we can fulfill, it arouses this excitement inside of us, or at least I know it does for me, that there's something specific that God is desiring for me and I also just connect the dots that that's going to bring me true happiness of really fulfilling that and that too is why this is so important and why it's the foundation of everything we do on this podcast is because when we're living out our mission we're most fully in line with the will of God and that's when we're going to experience true joy and true freedom true freedom but it's absolutely difficult to stay inspired sometimes. Um, I know certainly for me, it it is, um, and I'm sure it is for you too. And whether that is comparison, whether that is confidence, whether that is just um, feeling lazy, it's difficult. Um, and so in order to live out who God has created us to be, we have to be practical about it. So... The first thing I want to encourage you with is applying God's teaching to our words and actions. So we live out our callings by living a life that is worthy of being called a Christian, worthy of being called a Catholic. So when people see us, they should know that not only are we passionate and are we God-fearing, but that we truly live out the gospel um, in our words and actions. I would say recently, I have just had some conversations with some friends who aren't Catholic um, and that have continually said to me, Caroline, you are one of the first people that I've met that truly lives out their Catholic faith and that has shown me a different side of Catholicism. And every time they say that, it like pierces my soul because I think sometimes people are so turned off to Christianity, to Catholicism, because they've encountered people who claim to be Christian, who claim to be Catholic, but aren't applying God's teaching to their words and actions. And so they're saying one thing and doing another. And often that is more harmful than it is even to not claim to be Christian or Catholic at all. So, if you choose to live your life after Christ, and I'm not saying you're not going to fail or make mistakes, you certainly are, but if you aren't continually striving and persevering to get back up, um, then I really encourage you to just consider why it is that you claim to be Christian or Catholic. But we're not getting too much into that. Um, Continuing on of just understanding that we must multiply our talents and use them for the glory of God. So this is one of the most important ways to live out who God created us to be. So once we recognize our gifts, we can't hide them. We have to make sure that we are cultivating them, that we are learning, that we are growing, and that we are most importantly using them to the glory of God. So maybe you are, um, I'm so bad at feeling like coming up with examples on the spot, but say you have um, a gift maybe you're really physically gorgeous <laughs> I feel like this is a simple one and very applicable to our age of social media So say you are just really beautiful physically um, and photograph well and maybe you become a model so I think of like Leodaro is a great example she, was on America's Next Top Model, you know, was in the modeling world, and that is just not the most holy of industries to be in. Often you are wearing little clothes, posing in provocative ways, um, and it's just not usually for the glory of God. But when we take our talents and our gifts, um for example, like physical beauty and we give that to the glory of God and we dress modestly and we continue to point people back to Christ, then we're able to multiply the gifts that he's given us and use them to lead other people to him, therefore becoming more fully who he's created us to be and living more fully into that mission. Another part of how we live this out is when we accept that it is a journey and small progress is still progress and when we get back up and that we have to always get back up when we fall and I think this is one of the most important things to reflect on and I've said this before but that becoming who we've were created to be is a journey that we live in a fallen world that we have to continue to learn we have to continue to ask questions because Christ had to come because there was sin in the world and that we are not promised to be perfect. We will not be perfect, um, but we are called to still continue to live out who God created us to be. And that continues that we get back up, that we ask for forgiveness um, and we receive the grace to move forward. So to move that all forward, God created us to be in communion with him. You know, that is what it means to be a saint Our call to sainthood is a call to live out who he created us to be and that's where we're going to find pure joy, where we're going to find happiness um, and where we're truly going to discover what it means um, to know and to love God. So this is my intention for the podcast that you join me on the journey of discovering our unique missions and along the way we become more fully who he created us to be. So not every week is just going to be me sharing my life with you. I will continue to bring on guests that are living out who God has created them to be in their own lives that they may inspire and encourage you. But I just hope that each week that our time is fruitful and that you're able to take these conversations, bring them to prayer, bring them to your friends, and really use them to cultivate a life of true joy um, all for the service of God. So this is all I have for you guys today. Thank you again for choosing to make the time for the She Believe podcast. Before you go, I do want to kindly ask that you leave a review and let me know what you're thinking of the podcast. My hope is that every woman is able to discover who who she was created to be and your support helps make that possible. And lastly, if you're listening to this episode as it airs on December 23rd, I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. May the hope of Christ's birth be your peace as we move into this new year. I just like can't even believe that it is already time for 2020 to be over. Um, But I I look forward to talking with you next Wednesday. Um, Thank you again. Bye for now.